0: So I want to talk to you about the power of a blessing tonight. So if you've got a pen, you might want to take a few notes or a pencil. If you have your Bible, Genesis chapter 27. And it's a story, it starts, I want to start with the story of Jacob and Esau. You remember Rebecca and Isaac, they, they, they had twins. And, and Esau came out just a little bit earlier than Jacob. So he was the firstborn just by, just a little bit. Jacob even had the heel of, of, of his brother as he came out. And, and one was hairy, like a hair bear, like a gorilla hairy, like like was really outdoorsy and, and really loved to hunt and fish, was kind of a daddy's boy. Uh, Jacob, on the other hand, was more of a Nintendo kind of guy. Not that that's bad, but just he didn't care about, you know, more probably a little bit less hairy and and, and less outdoorsy, and he was kind of a mama's boy. He kind of tended to go with his mama, and... And, and, and Esau, or Isaac rather, and if I get the names messed up, just kind of, just figure it out on your own. You got Isaac and Rebecca, their mom and dad, and you got Esau and Jacob, so that's it. And if I mess it up from here on out, just know that's what I'm talking about. And, and, and so, and so Isaac is getting old, and he wants to bless his oldest son, because there's power in the Old Testament, and I think it carries over in the New Testament, there's power in blessing. There's power in a spiritual authority, Are a parent, are putting their hand on the head of their child and blessing them in the name of Jesus. So, so if you don't get, there's power in, in blessing. And here's, here's, we get to the story. And so, so here, oh, I even got to back up further than that. So Esau, Jacob, Re- Rebecca gets word. She overhears Isaac and Esau, saying, I'm going to bless you. Again, this is very, very hard for me. Keeping the, I just want you to know, keeping these names straight are very difficult. But keep, Jacob, <laughs> Esau is about to get blessed by Isaac. And so he goes, Isaac says, his daddy goes, go to the woods and kill me a turkey and bring it back. And we're going to celebrate together. I'm going to bless you. Rebecca gets word. And so she tells Jacob to go in and receive the blessing because Isaac's blind by now. And she puts hair on him. And she puts like turkey goose smell on him so that he smells like, and so he, so Jacob walks in Isaac's presence and Isaac says, who are you? And he goes, I'm Esau. And he goes, well, you sound like Jacob. And he said, well, feel me. And he goes, well, you feel like, you feel like Jacob and you smell like Jacob. So I guess you're Jacob. So sit down here and let me bless you. And this is what he said. May many, speaking, may many nations become your servants and may they bow down to you. All who curse you will be cursed, and all who bless you will be blessed. That's what, this is what the Isaac is speaking over his son. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and almost before Jacob had left his, left his father, Esau returned from his hunt. He was getting that turkey ready. Esau prepared a delicious meal and brought it to his father. Then he said, sit up, my father, and eat my wild game so you can give me your blessing. Remember, there's power in a blessing. There's, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. There's power in a blessing. Bless me, Esau said. But Isaac asked him, who are you? Esau replied, it's your son. Your firstborn son. I'm Esau. Feel me. Smell me. Listen to me. You've got to bless me, Dad. That, that's, what I've, that, that's what I need more than anything. And Isaac began to tr- tremble uncontrollably and said, then who just served me while game?" I have already eaten it, and I've blessed him just before you came. And yes, that mu- blessing must stand. What I've done, it, it's already taken root. When Esau heard his father's word, he, loud, he let out a loud and bitter cry. Why would he do that? Because there's power in a blessing. There's power in a blessing. Esau knew it, heard his heart, heard, his, heard everything about him, and he, and he cried out, and, and he said, sorry about that, Oh, my father... What about me? Will you bless me too, he begged. Come on, Dad. you got to have another blessing. Lay your hand on me. Say something good about me. But Isaac said, your, your brother was here, and he tricked me, and he's already taken away your blessing. And Esau exclaimed, No wonder his name is Jacob, for now he has cheated me twice. Remember earlier he cheated him out as his birthright, and now he's cheating him out the, this, this power and the blessing. And, and, and first he took my rights as the firstborn, and now he's stolen my blessing. Oh, haven't you saved even one blessing for me? And Isaac said to Esau, I have made J- Jacob your master and have declared that all his brothers will be his servants. And I have guaranteed him an abundance of grain and wine. What is, what is left for me to give you, my son? And Esau pleaded, but, but dad, do you not have one more blessing? Oh, father. Will you, will you please bless me too? Well, what's the big deal? There's, there's power. I keep saying it on purpose. There's power in blessing. And, and I, I want us to be people that bless and not curse because you can do that. And I don't mean say bad words, curse. I mean like bring on something. And I don't want to sound like a name it, claim it, but I do want you to know there is power in the spoken word. There's power in what comes out of your mouth. James, here's how the New Testament said, James said it like this, uh, all kinds of animals, birds and reptiles and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man, but no man can tame the tongue. It's it's, It's a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse men. Again, it's not necessarily, it doesn't just mean I swear at them, but I curse them by the things that I say. To bless means to to lift. To bless means to encourage. To to bless means to inspire. To bless means to speak words of life. To curse is just the opposite. Critical, condescending, negative. It's to put down and make low. And so with the tongue, nobody can control it because with one one moment we're blessing and with the other moment we're cursing. and, And we've been made in the likeness of God. And James says, out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing. And this should not be. And here, here's what I want to remind you tonight. You, you, your, your gun is like, I mean, your mouth is almost like a gun with two chambers. And you have a chamber of blessing and you have a chamber of, of cursing. You, you, one clip can, can edify and build up and bring hope and speak life and be positive and, and cause encouragement and, and bring healing. The other clip can be cursing. It can be negative and deceitful and destructful and sharp and poisonous and hateful. Words that tear down and destroy and devour. And you say, no, no, my, my words like, aren't, aren't like that. And I'm saying if we're not careful, if we're not careful, we can shoot out of the wrong chamber. And tonight I want, us to, I want us to be intentional. I want us to be thoughtful of the chamber that we're allowing our words Because James says, look, it should not be. Blessing and cursing should not come. Out of the same vessel can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. I I want you to. Here's James' whole thing. You got to learn how to control your tongue, and it's got to be filled with blessing, not cursing. And and you say, "Well, I don't think I do that." And and I and I'm going to give you some examples. But I, I I was on the baseball field one time. I've shared this before, but. Because it, it so impacted me as a young father, and, and, and we were right in the middle of the game and playing coach pitch, and I was the coach, and I was just about to pitch the ball at, to, to, to the batter, and, and a man in the stand said, and, oh, and the guy at shortstop, little player, little, little league guy, bent over to tie his shoes, and so everybody kind of stopped waiting on him, and some, some man, it was his father, stood up in the crowd and said, you don't need to wait, go ahead and pitch the ball, he hasn't caught anything all year. And, and, and you know, and he kind of laughed about it, like, just kind of being cynical. I'm telling you, that's not that's not blessing. That's shooting out of the wrong chamber. It might appear kind of funny. It might seem like whatever. It might be making an excuse for an unathletic kid. But my prayer is that kid, if he'll say it on a baseball field, there ain't no telling what he'll say in the home or somewhere else. And I want to, that stuff matters. There's power in a blessing. And you say, well, well I would never do it in public, but, but what do you do in private? How, how do you, What's coming out of your mouth in private? And here, there's three things you can bless. There's more than that. I want to mention three. You can bless people. Here's one meaning of bless. To bless means to make whole by the spoken word. To wish a person well. And here, here's where I'd start. I'd start with your kids. It was the habit of the patriarchs. It was the, it was the purpose of Jesus to get kids around them and, and bless them, speak words of life and hope and prosperity over their lives and do it in the name of Jesus. To, to be able to say, son, daughter, you're a marvelous gift. You're a precious son. You're a beautiful daughter. You have gifts and qualities. You have potential and ability. And I bless you. I speak success. I speak wisdom. I speak discernment. I speak favor over your life in the name of Jesus. May no harm come against you. May no evil defeat you. May you walk in the power of of the Holy Spirit. There's power in the spoken word. There's power in blessing. I bless you. Here, here's what I would try to stop doing. Stop coming out of their bedroom and, and behind closed doors and murmuring and complaining. Well, you know, and I know we don't mean it, but we, tend to, we can say it sometimes. This kid's going to be the death of me or complaining. Are they ever going to make anything of their life or criticizing them? Do they do anything right? And start blessing. Put Put the chamber of blessing in your mouth and start start speaking words of life over your kids. Do it with your spouse. We can complain and criticize. Man, he I wish he'd make more money, or I wish he'd keep a cleaner house. I I wish he he he'd get off the couch. I wish she'd get off the phone. And we can gripe and complain and we can compare. There was a guy that 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 uh, he wasn't a real romantic, not super super in that, didn't really excel in that area, and there was a guy across the street that was really good at it, and just about every afternoon, he'd get home, and the wife would meet him at the door, and and he'd have a, he'd have some kind of little gift, chocolate, flowers, and he'd give her a kiss, and give her that gift, and, and, and finally, the wife of this unromantic guy, she kept observing it, and seeing it, and she told her husband, just trying to motivate him, you know, you know, baby, there's, it just seems like they're so romantic, and they got it going on, and, and every time they get home, he, he gives her some kind of gift, maybe chocolates or flowers, and, and gives her a kiss. And, and she says, why don't you do that? And he responds, baby, I don't even know that woman. Why, why would I do that? <laughs> but I don't even know why I said that, but I'm hoping to get a laugh. Thank God that didn't, that, that worked. A couple of people got it. But, but, but we need, we, we need, and then we can curse. I should have, here, I, you ever thought this, said this? This is the wrong chamber. I should have never gotten married. I think I'm falling out of love. This will never work. I mean, though, though, you're... Your words are like seeds that are planted in the ground. And if you're not careful, they can germinate and they can bring forth the very thing that you began to speak. There's there's power in a blessing. There's power in the spoken word. It matters what you say. Lord, I thank you that that you've allowed my spouse to be part of my life. Lord, I thank you for the qualities and the gifts that they have. And I bless them in the name of Jesus. I speak. I, I don't... I'm not concerned about changing them or making them into something that I want them to be. I just speak your purpose and your plan and your desire and your will over their lives in the name of Jesus. This is good. This is good. What about enemies? What do you do with enemies? Anybody have any enemies? Don't raise your hand. Well, a couple of you. That went real quick, Jeremy. You're like, whoa. I hope it's not David not sitting right beside you, but... but but we all, we, we all have enemies. There have been times where, where i found someone has left the church and, and, and you know, we're, we're kind of at a size now. I'm, well, I just can't keep up. We, you just can't keep up. And so I'll see them in, in a Walmart or Chick-fil-A or somewhere out and I'll realize, man, I haven't seen you in a long time. And I, it's just, how you doing? And, 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 well, we left the church six months ago and, and they start telling me why and, you know, and, and just like railing on me and and just making you feel like whatever, and and you know my initial response is, I just want to curse them out in Jesus' name, and they, they want to tell me how bad of a pastor I'm, and I want to tell, you, well, you weren't a great church member either, and and I'm glad you're gone because we need your seat, and and I didn't like you in the first place, so 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 you know why? Because we we got spiritual dyslexia, and and our flesh wants just to, to to just to go at them, and you know what the Bible says. We can't do that. We don't, we, don't, we don't act like that. Finally, if you live in harmony with one another, be sympathetic, love as brothers, be compassionate and humble, and don't repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with a blessing. Bless them in, in Jesus' name. Speak words of life over them, hope over them, uh, God's grace over them. And here's, here's one of the reasons, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. See, see, what Peter is saying is what you speak is going to come back on you. So if you'll speak blessing over them, that's what you'll inherit. If you, it's, it's just you reap what you sow. If you sow grace, you're going to reap grace. If you sow blessing, you're going to reap blessing. That's why I've made it a, a, a very intentional in my mind when somebody cuts me off in traffic and just is acting crazy. I'm not going to curse them. I'm not going to honk at them. I'm not going to tell them I'm bad driver and drive by and give them the look, you know, and, and maybe think trying to tell them they're number one. I'm not doing that. I'm going to bless them. I'm going to bless a man. I hope you get a brand new Toyota Tacoma. I hope it's got everything you've ever wanted. Why? Because when I bless them, I'm going to inherit a blessing. The very thing I speak over their life, it has the tendency to come. Not the very thing, but I'm, making, I'm kind of being funny. But it has a way of reciprocating back to us. Does this make any sense to you? Bless in Jesus' name. Speak words of blessing. So Jesus said, here's words in red. I say, you say love your enemies, bless them, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. Which cartridge, which clip are you shooting out of? And and I think I think you can get a you can really get a good glimpse of how mature you are in the Lord and how how really how filled you are with the Holy Spirit to the degree that you respond to others. This, this, you understand that? Like, like, like the, the more water you have in a pot, you know this, right? The longer it takes to boil. So, so I'm trying to, to cook some oatmeal, and I've got my little pot that, you know what I do, and I guess everybody does this, but you put the water in the pot, and then you pour the little instant oatmeal, and you pour the water in there. And I was filling the pot up way too full. So I only needed a little bit of water, but I was filling it almost to the brim, and it was taking forever to boil, And Angie said, you don't need that much water. Take some out, and it will boil quicker. And I, you know, I didn't realize that. Some of you are a lot smarter than I. So I took a lot of the water out, and I had just enough water. And sure enough, it boiled quickly. Well, what's your point, Pastor? The more the water is signified of the Holy Spirit, the more Holy Spirit you have in you, the longer it's going to take for you to boil. The more of God that you have, the more that you're building and sowing and putting into your life, and depending on the Spirit of God, the less life, the heart. And I mean, you're never going to, or you won't, you're not going to blow it or explode. But it's going to take lo- it's going to take longer. And 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 I think it's important that that we realize that, that that what chamber are you shooting out of? What cartridge are you using? Are you speaking words of life or or, or death? It, you can bless people to make. To make whole by spoken words. It means to wish a person well. Bless is not just a word. You know, when somebody sneezes, we say, bless you. And that's good. And we used to say, like, when somebody did something really stupid, God bless them. Have you ever heard that? Like, if they're nobody, I think maybe it was a Southern thing, but if they did something really stupid, just, you know, God bless them. And really you're saying, you're an idiot and you... (laughs) You, you just God bless them. And that's good, I guess, but but we need to use that blessing and see the power in it. And that's why Deuteronomy said, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Here was a prayer that the prophets of old prayed. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Bless people. Here's another thing you can do. You can bless situations, our circumstances, our our conditions. To bless, and that means, it means to invoke God's favor. Jabez prayed, oh, that you would bless me. You know what he's doing? He's invoking God's favor. God, that you would grant me favor. Would you enlarge my territory? Just give me greater influence. Let your hand be with me and keep me from pain. And the Bible says that God granted his request. And here's what we do. We, we complain and murmur and gripe about our job. And and, and at times, man, I, you know, here I got to, go to work again, and them crazy people, and that boss, he's so hard to please, and we just gripe, and murmur, and complain, and bicker, and I'm telling you, that stuff matters. I would encourage you, start blessing it, and then Jesus, Lord, thank you for giving me a job to go to. Thank you for a mission field that you've put me in. Lord, thank you for a means to provide for my family. This just isn't a job. This is my place of of ministry and purpose. You've put me here for a particular time, and and, and Lord, I just pray you, bless it bless me I'm, when you when you start to have that kind of conversation and that that talking to yourself and that blessing it changes everything it changes everything you you can do it with your finances and and, and some of you are going to look at your checkbook and it's just, man, we never have enough money and this is never going to work out and how are we going to get out of this mess and and, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like you think paint everything with a silver lining and think you know, that you don't see the reality in it. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I am saying be more conscious about what you're saying. And when it comes to your finances, just start obeying. Start obeying God's Word. What does He say about your money? And then just start blessing it. Lord, I'm honoring you. I'm, 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 I'm observing. I'm trying to follow your principles. God, you took five loaves and two fish, and you fed thousands of people. Take mine and just spread it and make it last and rebuke the hand of devour. God, bless it in the name of Jesus. you you, there, there's all, circumstances, situations, things, your health, you know, man, I'm always going to be like this, I'm never going to get over this sickness, this thing's going to, I'm going to go to the grave with this thing, and again, I'm not talking about some pie in the sky, and, and, and a lack of, a lack, but, but what you speak does communicate what kind of faith's in your heart, and, and I, I want to encourage you, God, you, you said, the psalmist said, you know, I'm going to live and not die, and I'm going to declare the wonderful works of God. Lord, I'm, 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 I'm believing you. I'm trusting you. I know what the doctor says, but I'm going to let words of life come out of my mouth, and I'm going to speak positive concerning this thing. To bless is to invoke God's favor. To bless is to speak well over a person. You can bless a person. You can bless a situation, a circumstance. And, and I, I so believe in the, I think I said it earlier, but the principle of reaping and sowing. I, I just don't think that it's concerning, uh, you know, uh, behavior. If you know, if you reap, if you if you do something bad, you, you reap the consequences of it. I do think that's what the writer's talking about, and I do think it's it's financially what you what you give, your good measure will be returned to you. But I also think it contains your words and what you speak, what you sow verbally, you reap. So so if you're ser- sowing negative, destructive. Thoughts, ideas, that's what you're gonna read. If you're sowing victorious, positive, encouraging words, that that's what you're gonna read as well. And and and, and I I, I wanna just what chamber are you shooting out of tonight? What are you saying? Here's the last thing we can bless is we can bless I don't know it's the last thing, but my last thing. You can bless God. You can bless people, you can bless circumstances, situations, and you can bless God. And that's what we're about to do. And that's where I want us to end and, and, and when we Go after God tonight. I want, to give, I want, him to, I want us to give him our, his best, our best, because he's worthy of our highest praise. He's worthy, and it's not dependent on how you feel or what you think or what you're going through. It's dependent on who he is, and, and he's everything, and, and he's, he's able to change your situation. He's able to make a way where there seems to be no way. He's worth, he is great and greatly to be praised. There's no God like Jehovah God. He is everything you want, hope, need, and even more than that. And, and I, want, I want us together to magnify the Lord. Here, one of my favorite scriptures, I quote it, I talk about it a lot, but, but it says, here's what the psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. You know, it's almost like he's telling his soul, it's almost like my soul might not feel like it. My soul is not there right now. My soul is not, it's not really in the mood. But I don't care what I feel or think. Soul, you're going to bless the Lord. You're going to give Him praise. You're going to magnify the Lord. Why? Because I don't want to forget any of His benefits. I, I, I'm reminded of everything that He's done for me. He has. Listen, just will you remember tonight... As we get ready to bless the Lord, he has forgiven all your iniquities. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. He has nailed your sin on the cross, past, present, and future. He has thrown them into the sea of forgetfulness, never to bring them up again. God is a redeemer. He's a forgiver. Though my sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they're red like crimson, they'll be as wool. Blessed is the man whose transgressions are forgiven. We have been forgiven. We have been made new. We are new creatures in Christ and God's worthy of our blessing. He has healed all our diseases. He's a healer. He just didn't die on the cross for our salvation. He died on on the cross for our sickness. He's able to do above and beyond what we ask, think, or imagine. He redeems your life from destruction. You know what redeems means? It means to buy back. Here, here's, what, here's what the psalmist is saying. I was headed to destruction. I was headed to death. I was headed in a place that was far and, and outside of God's will. But God redeemed me. He bought me out of that. He brought me out of that. And he's, put, he's taken me out of the mud and the mire. And He's put my feet on a solid rock. That's why my mouth is going to be filled with praise. Because He has redeemed my life from destruction. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercy. Where does your crown go? It Goes on your head. And and I, as I was praying through this, this this evening, I thought, you know what we're burdened with? We're we're often burdened with with the weight of this world and the and the cares of this life and what other people say about us and what other people think about us. And it's a weight. And and God says, I don't want you to be. I don't want you to be carry that burden. I want to crown you. I want to put something on you. And my burden is light and my yoke is easy. And I'm going to crown you with loving kindness. I'm going to, I'm going to crown you with tender mercy. I want you to know that you're not pursuing God. God is pursuing you. He's a pursuer that wants you. And and when you bless him, it, it changes, it changes everything. Here, listen, who satisfies your desires with good things. Quit, quit chasing after the wind. Quit trying to fill your heart with things that can never satisfy. He's the one that can satisfy. And and, and so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. To bless, it means to, to make whole by a spoken word. So we can bless people with our mouth. Bless your kids, bless your spouse, bless your enemies in Jesus' name. To bless means to ask or invoke God's favor Ask God's favor over your situation, your job, your finances, your health. Quit sowing seeds of doubt and destruction and begin to speak words of life and hope. To bless means to glorify our praise. And the greatest thing we can do right now is, to begin to lift our voice and praise our God. Would you stand with me? Lord, we bless you today. Lord, we worship you today. It's, it's the middle of the week. We need this. We do it for you, but we need it, God. We need to get our eyes off ourselves. We need to get our eyes off of our situation. We need to get our eyes on you today, the author and the finisher of our faith, God. Lord, we bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. We bless your holy name. Hey, before we sing a song, before we put some lyrics up on a screen, use your voice, use your mouth. Bless him, praise him. Lord, we love you tonight. Lord, we exalt you. Come on, let your voice with mine. Let's fill this place with praise and word and glory, and honor tonight, God. Lord, you're worthy. Great are you, God, great and great is to be praised. There's none like you, Jesus. You're our everything. You're our source. You're our strength. You're our hope. And we bless you.